0: The removal of Confederate monuments has sparked many controversies. There are two sides: the one that advocates for their removal and the one that advocates for their preservation. Example of both sides on these two texts: "Why We Should Keep the Confederate Monuments Right Where They Are" by John Daniel Davison, and the "Removal of Confederate Monuments" speech by New Orleans Mayor Mitch Landrieu. Davison argues to the assumed audience of Federalist readers, aka his website, that the monuments must be preserved and kept up as the necessary reminders of the nation's history. On the other hand, Landrieu argues to the residents of New Orleans that the monuments must be taken down, as they're not good representations of the city of New Orleans and cause distress to African-American re- residents. They both use ethos, logos, and pathos, pathos to demonstrate their point. Both authors make strong arguments for their positions on why the monuments should be removed or kept. However, Landrew's argument is more persuasive and convincing. First, Landrew has a clear and more direct audience. He starts his speech off with the soul of our beloved city is deeply rooted and continues with the pronouns we and our throughout his speech. By doing this, he, bu- he builds inclusivity so his audience feels like they're part of the change that Landry wants to happen. Meanwhile, for Davidson, it's assumed that his audience are the people who believe the same thing as him, A. K. Conservatives and Republicans. Without a direct and clear audience, his message loses meaning and impact because it's boring and lackluster. Next, Landry actually includes the perspective voices and feelings of African Americans. Landry includes words from important Black figures like Nelson Mandela. M. O. K. Includes detailed facts about slavery throughout his speech and adds an anecdote of an African-American mother or father trying to explain to their fifth-grade daughter who Robert E. Lee was. Since the monuments would have the most negative impact on them, it would be beneficial to see their positions. In fact, the debate really stems from African-American slavery. By seeing their position, it gives more context on the the issue it makes the audience see deeper on the issue since Landry's argument is rooted in african-american perspectives and voices he sounds more credible and his credibility makes him more stronger meanwhile for Davidson he fails to do this he only mentions african-americans when briefly referring to slavery the lack of perspectives, voices and feelings makes his argument less effective as they're the root of the debate so they should be the root of the argument Davidson's root of his argument is biased political feelings which slowly really makes him lose credibility because it seems like he's going off on a political tangent. This brings me to my last point. Davidson shifted his argument into a political issue to antagonize the left, aka left wing, rather than focusing on his actual point, Actual point: why the monuments should be kept. Debate seems more of a social issue rather than a political issue. His biased political feelings overwhelms the actual argument. He's not effectively persuading his audience on why the monuments should be kept up, instead on why right is good and the left is bad. In opposition, Landry stays on track of his argument and does not bring in politics. He strictly and effectively focuses focuses on why the monument should be removed. The audience has a clear understanding of the debate, so they will have a better understanding of his argument.